Welcome to the Emergency Warriors watch party for the NBA draft. We are a mere handful of picks away from seeing who the Golden State Warriors are taking at 19 tonight. It was a good show earlier today, if you don't mind me saying, and as soon as we went off the air, oh my gosh, the bombshell was dropped. That something that I didn't think was going to happen did happen. I didn't think the Warriors would begin the Mike Dunleavy era with an earth-shattering trade, and indeed... It did. Jordan Poole off to the Washington Wizards for the artist formerly known as Chris Paul. Okay. Well, uh, what's kind of amazing is that the Warriors are also sending along a 2030 first round protected pick and a 2027 second round pick and Ryan Rollins to get the deal done. Um, okay. Okay, there's a lot of things to like. There is a lot of things to not like. There's plenty to be worried about. And there's some admissions of truth that we're going to have to get to before it is all said and done. But it's good to have you here. Thanks so much for stopping on by tonight. We will let you know uh, right now Utah is on the clock. It says the pick is in. There is a Victor Webinyama um uh, interview happening right now on ESPN. And when Utah's pick comes in, we'll be just a little bit away from the Warriors and their selection. And we will be watching it live together, reacting to it live together, who it might be. We still do not know who it's definitely not going to be from the list of players that we've been talking about the last couple of Damon Bruce shows during the uh, Damon Bruce Plus live show each and every day at 11, uh, Monday through Friday, I guess I should say anyways. Jordan Hawkins is gone. Jordan Hawkins is off the board. Number 14, he goes to the Pelicans. So the really good 6'4 wing shooter from UConn is off the board. And look, if you made a trade for Chris Paul today, which obviously the Warriors did, and you come off of Jordan Poole, who probably fancied himself a little bit more of a shooter than he actually was, at least statistically. Um, you're looking for a shooter here at 19 if you can find one. Grady Dick is off the board. What an incredible Righteous Gemstones outfit he had on tonight. Uh, he is a Toronto Raptor. The second best shooter, as far as everyone is concerned, just pure shooter Jordan Hawkins is now off the board. So we'll see. Who is remaining for the Warriors? They are a mere three picks away from selecting at 19 tonight. Utah is on the clock right now. The pick is supposedly in for the Jazz at 16. That's why I am vamping just a little bit here before I start telling you uh, my real thoughts on the Jordan Poole for Chris Paul draft. By the way, good to see so many people back right here where they left off earlier today. The Plus Army has excited, uh, has reunited, I guess I should say, Shook Shane, all I have to say about the trade is what uh, it's 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 the kind of thing that makes you blink twice, right? Really? Like if you are going to flip Jordan Poole, couldn't you have flipped him for an asset that might have proven to be better than Chris Paul? Although I will say, if you're looking to get something totally different than Jordan Poole, I guess Chris Paul does indeed fit that bill. Because one of the premier must-improve categories the Warriors had going into next year is just on-court decision-making and cleaning up the slop. The appearance of Chris Paul just showing up in a Warriors uniform means you can take four turnovers a night off of their per-game average. 
just right there. And hopefully it means that late game execution, because in order for this to work, Chris Paul obviously can't be a starter. You're going to have to restrict his minutes to preserve his cotton-like hamstrings. And you're going to have to be very careful with how much playing time Chris Paul gets. A really good way to measure playing time is to ask someone who started every game of his career to this point in his career to just go to the bench and probably that decision and that conversation's already been had with team Paul and it's been accepted part of the, the deal really working out. Um, if Jordan Poole is out and Chris Paul is in, you're going to get a better playmaker. Obviously you're going to get a get better floor general. You are going to get someone who has executed more in crunch time, big NBA minutes than a lot of, guards in the history of basketball ever have Chris Paul's been there done that scene at all there is no arguing what Chris Paul has done what can he do remaining for the Golden State Warriors well will they select a shooter you would think that they'd want a shooter in with a shooter out in terms of Chris Paul being gone the Utah Jazz selection is in and the Utah Jazz have taken uh, guard Keontae George out of Baylor so if you had him on your Hopes the Warriors drafted him. Wish list. Uh, that ain't going to happen. He is now a Utah Jazz. Still got my fingers crossed for Trace Jackson Davis, although it's probably not going to happen. Um, what a what a what a big day for the Warriors! Thank you very much for joining us in here, Nick. He says, "D Bruce, let's go." Indeed, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Sporticus says Warriors all in on a win now. Pool was never a good fit. To me, Pool was frustrating, and at times he looked like a bad fit, but you can't tell me that this is what Jordan Pool is. He's got an extraordinary amount of scoring ability for a kid who's 24 years old. I mean, it, I, I, I like Jordan Pool more than most. I really did. I thought Jordan Poole was cast as a villain because usually he was the one making the egregious error late in the fourth quarter. And this is a bad way to defend the guy. But a lot of people were watching when Jordan Poole made the mistakes. A lot of people weren't watching in that second quarter when you found out that everybody played a little bit sloppy. So hopefully Chris Paul again cleans up that sloppiness and is ready to accept a new rule. But I did. I, I liked Jordan Poole more than most. And, you know, look, if you're telling me that Chris Paul is the all-in, win-all-right-now move, when has Chris Paul in his entire career equaled gonna win a championship? Fair or unfair to hold that against him, Chris Paul has not been a part of an all-in, we're-gonna-win-it-all move to this point in his career. If you think it's gonna happen now, that to me looks like a little wishful thinking. Now, how he fits with the Warriors, the opportunity the Warriors present to Chris Paul just as who he is and what he's got left and the team that he's going to be joining. By the way, wouldn't this be amazing if Draymond didn't resign now? <laughs> that needs to happen, you would think. Draymond has to have that pen to paper shortly. But um, it is good to have so many in here tonight. Uh, what do we got here? Um, must be trouble says they actually traded pool for cp3 i just got home y yes that happened today uh, i i know not everyone can sit around refreshing their sports apps all day like i do but yes if you missed that while you were at work today that indeed is what happened uh let's see 
let's see. This is Drew Down. D. Bruce, what is up? It's good here. This is must be trouble. Really found out about this right here, right now. God, I hate that. Again, just on its surface, I hated it too. I've thought about it and I've tried to think about it in the rosiest of if it works out, what could it be terms for Chris Paul? And we'll get to all that, but we just want to, you know, look in our little who's out there mirror and say, thank you very much for tuning in. And indeed it is a funny hour. So thanks to drew down. Thanks to Jonas for coming on back T to the two Oh three. Our Miami Miami board op is in the room. Uh, we got uncle boys in the room. We got Mr. Mike Lee in the room. Thank you very much. Uh, Mike Lee. Is this my across the street neighbor, Mike? I don't, I don't know. Anyways, cheers if it is and cheers if it isn't, um, lots of good folks in the room. So thank you very much for, popping on in tonight um and jillian is even i guess looking she's like i had some fun with that thumbnail uh but jillian's thumbnail game is is getting very good if you don't mind me saying very very good now nick is asking this question damon any chance that they cut paul to save luxury tax penalty and then next season they let clay walk you get under the tax and be able to reload look i don't think they're they're doing this deal. I don't think you traded Jordan Poole for just financial relief. Obviously, that was a part of it. But, man, um, no, he's he's playing. He's on the team. I, I, I think that that is part of the plan here. So uh, here, here's what I like. Just go right into it here. We're waiting. The Lakers, by the way, are on the clock. The Lakers pick, then Miami Heat pick. And then the Golden State Warriors are going to be picking at 19, and we will stay with you through the pick, obviously. So here's what I like. I've already told you that this, it feels like, again, this is what I like if everything goes right with Chris Paul. This is the best case scenario, what I like about it. They go from a mistake-prone team to detailed an execution. I really mean it. The Warriors, by subtracting Jordan Poole and adding Chris Paul, probably just trimmed four turnovers a night off their game-by-game -game average. And if they do that, that feels, in that one move alone, like four fewer turnovers in any game can close, what, a five, ten-point gap just like that by not turning the ball over? The Warriors are winning a lot more games by erasing five to ten free points for their opponent each and every night with sloppy turnovers. So I like that. Even at the age of 38, because this guy has seen it all, there is not a defense, there is not an anything you can throw at Chris Paul that he hasn't seen it a million times, Paul is still a premier playmaker. He's a premier playmaker. He can execute that pick and roll. He is a great decision maker. Warriors needed better decision makings at important times in basketball games. Is he going to be a starter? No. Will he be in that closing five? You would think. You would think that this team's closing five is now Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. That, by the way, is a very small closing five. That is some, could be just as horrific, if not more horrific defense with Chris Paul, Chris Paul subbing for Jordan Poole. 
Or Chris Paul finds his magic hands again and he's up leading the NBA in steals because he's so motivated and so reborn with his first best chance to win a ring ever. Whatever, you know, we'll get to all that. But better decisions are desperately needed, more desperately needed for a team that, you know, hangs its hat on the four rings that it won. Four rings means you don't need help cleaning up the details. You should have that taken care of yourself at this point in time. But no, the Warriors, they got to clean it up. Um if Chris Paul accepts his new role, and here's the new here's now new role it will be for Chris Paul if Chris Paul's really coming off the bench for the Golden State Warriors, are they going to give him an opening token start, uh, an opening night token start? I, I don't know. If you're Chris Paul, would you even want that? Well, Chris Paul has started 1,214 games in the NBA. He has played in 1,214 NBA games. He's never not started. So is he ready to come to that realization and be comfortable with it? If he is, does that increase his execution, his ability to stay healthy? That's what the Warriors are banking on. By the way, oh, Jalen Hood Shafino, guard from Indiana, is a Los Angeles Laker. He is going to the Lake Show. His teammates are LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Oh my God. Jalen Hood Shafino from Bloomington to La La Land. Woo. Have fun, kid. He is, uh, Jalen Hood Shafino is going to be a very good player in this league. He's a long two guard. He's streaky. He's got the ability to fill it up. He's also a volume shooter who could miss 15 shots in a row. If you give him the opportunity, he doesn't have the lack of confidence to stop shooting when he's missed 11 in a row. He'll, he'll miss those four more. There's no doubt. By the way, my boys are blowing me up. I see my computer uh, messages are coming in left and right about Jalen Hood Shafino going to be a Los Angeles Laker. Jalen Hood Shafino is the kind of kid who is going at 17 to the Lakers tonight instead of number seven in next year's NBA draft because the incentives to come out um, are rich and thick. The incentives to stay are different than they used to be thanks to name, image, and likeness. But Jalen Hood Shafino is, you know, he he has got NBA talent with could use another year in college written all over him, but you know, obviously you don't need another year when you're good enough to be selected in the first round by the Los Angeles Lakers this year. It says versatile scorer, pick and roll playmaker. Yeah, he is those things. He's a long two guard. He's not defensively um, incompetent. He'll, he'll give you a defensive effort. I like Jalen Hood Shafino. I would have loved his sophomore year in Bloomington. And with a sophomore year in Bloomington, there is no doubt in my mind he would have played himself into the lottery. He would have played himself into the lottery of next year's draft. So there he is. He's in. Um, back to what I like about picking up Chris Paul for the Golden State Warriors. He's a mid-range scorer. He can hit that pick-and-pop shot. And the Warriors have quite a bit of free room to give away in that pick and pop area. And it's usually left undefended. Chris Paul could eat and eat well as a mid range scorer. He's going to have a lot of room to take a dribble forward and shoot. And maybe that, maybe that extends Chris Paul as a scorer in this league. When I think about the highlight reels, 
But let's say Chris Paul's really out there and he's running that second unit. And sometimes in that second unit, he's still got Wiggins on the floor. He's got Kaminga on the floor because Kaminga's not about to get traded tonight, you wouldn't think. So uh, it's Chris Paul just throwing lobs to Kaminga and Wiggins. Like, okay, I could see how that would be worth a highlight reel or two. So I I like that. What do you like about the Chris Paul trade? I like that. The new lob city with Kaminga and Wiggins, that could be, that could be very fun. And then there's just the motivation of the whole thing. Does Chris Paul in his mind going into what? Is it 19 years in? Next year will be his 20th year, whatever it is. He's old. He's 38. Chris Paul in his own mind, does he really believe that he is now closer to a title than ever before because he's a Golden State Warrior in what will be the last year of his NBA contract, unless he gets another one? What kind of a last dance does Chris Paul really want to leave on this league? How motivated is he going to be? Does he really believe in his mind that he is closer to a ring right now than he's ever been? And if he is a motivated, angry, vengeful Chris Paul could be know, a force to be reckoned with feels like a ah, bridge too far at the age of 38, but could be very interesting, right? That could, that could get interesting. Um, he's got three huge future hall of famers as teammates right now, assuming Draymond green comes back, Draymond, Steph and clay are all going to the hall of fame one day. So, we know that Chris Paul's going to go to the Hall of Fame one day. That is four future Hall of Famers in a starting, not that Chris Paul's here to start, but you know, that's four future Hall of Famers that you could have at any point in time on the court together. In a world of, we challenge you with our basketball IQ. Can you measure and step up to us from a basketball IQ standpoint? I don't know if there's a team in basketball that really can, that has been around, that has done as much, that has seen as much as these guys. And then the last thing that I'm going to submit before I get to the things about this I don't like, the last thing I'm going to submit is Chris Paul is enough of a son of a bitch, and I mean that with all due respects to where this could be a real nice spite factor for Chris. The Phoenix Suns are going to be a contender this year. Are the Warriors now taking three out of four against the Phoenix Suns because Chris Paul is out there for blood and spite? Is that the way it's going to go against the Los Angeles Clippers? Because you got to figure that the Chris Paul still looks down the brim of his nose at the Clippers with a little bit of spite because he represents the what might have been Lob City didn't work out after all Clippers. So maybe you got a couple spite stores. If I can steal one from Larry David opening up for Chris Paul against two teams that are going to be contenders, the Clippers and the Suns this year. Maybe there's a little spite there against the Oklahoma City Thunder after one year. I, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Um, By the way, the Thunder got even bigger tonight. They took uh, Lively, the center out of Duke. So another seven-footer going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, So we got a lot of people talking about what they did and don't like as well. And this is Caesar basically saying the Warriors are done. Look, I don't think the Warriors are done. I I don't. I don't think the Warriors are done. But I really, in my own mind, envision them going forward with Jordan Poole on this team because I think that giving up on Jordan Poole at this point in time in his career with 
the highs and lows being understandable. Maybe unexpected, yet in a weird way understandable. The the benefit of 2020 hindsight, I think, allows you to look back on what Jordan Poole's accomplished. And if you want to not like it, I guess there's reasons to not like it. If you want to be impressed by it, I think there are a lot of reasons to be impressed by it. And we'll get into that. But right now, the pick is in for the Miami Heat. And another name is off my wish list for the Golden State Warriors, Jaime Jacquez Jr., who my friend Marissa went to UCLA. She asked me if I could join the chat. Uh, look at it this way, Marissa. The guy you wanted on the Warriors, your, your boy, Jaime Jacquez Jr., is now a Miami Heat by the way, that's uh, that's a pretty good basketball. Uh, what kind of zip codes did you play in, in your career? First, I was in Westwood playing for UCLA. Then I'm in South Beach. That guy's been surrounded by some serious basketball betties in his life. And on a pure your hair is fantastic standpoint, you might look like a swashbuckling pirate standpoint. I wanted Jaime Jacquez Jr. from UCLA drafted by the Warriors, but he is now off the board. And the Golden State Warriors are officially on the clock. Uh, here is what I don't like about the Chris Paul trade. I'll start with me not liking Chris Paul. <laughs> I mean, I got I got to be honest. I never really liked Chris Paul. I never liked Chris Paul. He's been a great villain. The NBA has needed villains. He has been a villain just cast before I even started covering the Warriors. Chris Paul's been around this league so long. Chris Paul was a premier villain of the Golden State Warriors, for goodness sakes. Premier villain of Steph Curry's, of Klay Thompson's. I mean, I liked having a villain of Chris Paul. But I also said he's one of those guys that you hate him until he puts on the uniform you root for, and then you start liking him. I bet there's going to be a lot of moments in this year where you're looking at Chris Paul and going, man, this guy's really good. I bet he's going to the Hall of Fame one day. He'll do that. Um, why Ryan Rollins? Why multiple picks? Why did you have to give more with Jordan Poole to get Chris Paul? I really don't understand that. Someone's going to have to riddle me that one. Um, uh, what I don't like about this are the fact that Chris Paul's hamstrings are made out of caterpillar silk. Like that is enough of a nagging, ever-present injury. A few seasons in a row now where you got to just assume it's going to show up. And man, it seems more than ever that it shows up for Chris Paul right when the postseason begins. Now, maybe that is due to workload and the Warriors have done more workload mathematics than any other team in the world. So they're going to be able to protect Chris Paul's hamstrings better than anyone. How much do you think Rich Celebrini, the Warriors trainer, started sweating when he saw this trade? He's like, oh, no, now my job is to keep Chris Paul healthy. Again, what I also don't like, and this might be unfair, but to me, you know, point guards are a little bit of that quarterbacking spot where you aren't just judged as one of the guys. You're, you're the captain of the guys in an NBA offense, especially like Chris Paul, who has clearly been the captain of every offense that he's been into. If Chris Paul equaled a title, that would have happened by now, right? Doesn't it feel like that would have happened by now? So, you know, fair or not, I'm throwing that out there. Um, what I also don't like about this, 
is the age of spending whatever it takes has clearly been downgraded by the Warriors front office to let's watch that bottom line a little. I'm not saying that they're getting cheap. There's going to be nothing cheap about the team that the Warriors are putting on the court this year. This will help them and create a level of financial flexibility that they're obviously coveting. I didn't think that they were going to be coveting it that much. But this is how the Warriors see this situation now. Getting out from underneath Jordan Poole's contract, there is an element of salary dump here going on that cannot be ignored. They're going to be losing a guy in Jordan Poole who I think is the talent to lead the NBA in scoring one day. During his time with the Warriors, just this year, he started... 43 games, and in those 43 starts, he averaged 25 points and five assists. He's 24 years old. He's 24 years old. He's still an NBA baby, okay? He's an NBA baby who has gone through an awful lot of growing pains, going through almost being thrown out of the league and going back to the G League and figuring it out, then establishing himself as not just a player, but a Warriors player, and then really giving them decent minutes on the way to helping win a championship. Then all of a sudden, maybe he got a little too big for his own britches. It's obviously the veterans on this team. They they wanted him gone in some ways. I, I don't think you can argue otherwise. Don't think you can argue otherwise. By the way, it says the Warriors pick is in, and we will go to it as soon as... Uh, as soon as as it's out there. Um, you know, they got a lot of money coming to Draymond Green. A lot of money going to Steph Curry. A lot of money going to Clay Thompson. Getting out from Jordan Poole's money, I understand it. But man, this guy can absolutely fill it up on nights where he's feeling it. He's one of the only guys on this team that can freaking dribble, even though he was sloppy with that at times. Jordan Poole's got crazy wiggle to his game. I said, one of the things he always needs to do is he needs to learn how to slow down a little bit. That comes with maturity. As this guy matures into his NBA career, I think the Warriors are really going to be missing him. The pick is officially in for the Golden State Warriors. Adam Silver is at the podium. All right, here we go. With the 19th overall pick of the NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors have selected Brandon Podzimski, the guard from Santa Clara. I mean, Bart, and you're there. I guess Bart doesn't go down to Santa Clara, but all he needs to do is drive up the 101 to get to Chase Center. Uh, the Santa Clara Bronco, Brandon Podzimski, is a Golden State Warrior. Okay. This guy was the WCC Co-Player of the Year. Um, he is a scorer. He's an all-around player. He is someone that, what, will be able to play instantly around Chris Paul because Chris Paul's a point guard, and this guy's a two-guard in that second unit. He can shoot it a little. He averaged 20 points on 44% shooting from three, eight rebounds, four assists. Those are good numbers for a college player. There is no doubt about it, but it's not Trace Jackson Davis and boo, I wanted a Hoosier. No, but I do like the pick. I don't dislike that pick. Now we'll see if he can really step up in weight class from the WCC to the NBA. That is a significant step forward. That's not coming out of the Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC, the Big East, the Big 12. It's not. That's not coming out of the Pac-12 even. Uh, WCC is a less than conference, but for the top shelf liquor that is Gonzaga and St. Mary's 
And occasionally, the USF Dons get themselves into that conversation, too. Okay, though. So the pick is in. Brandon Pumzinski. Let me scroll down here and see what you think. Um, someone defending the integrity of the WCC. It's on par with AAU 15 and under. That's a little bit better than that. Come on. Um <laughs> somebody's already saying is uh Nico Mannion written all over this pick. I don't know. I don't know. Um I, I thought that they needed a wing kind of. Um I thought that they needed someone a little bit bigger, someone with a little bit more maturity. But how let me see. How old is he again? How old is this kid? Well, do we got his age in here? How do you not have his age right on the top of his bio, for goodness sakes? What's going on? He is... Do, 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 do. Let me see. Bio. Uh, are we going to find out how old he is? Are you? Why is it so hard to find out this kid's age? Hold on. Pardon me. He's 20. He's 20. So he's not a teenager. I didn't think in any way, shape, or form that they were going to draft a teenager again this year after taking a teenager with their last five high-leverage draft picks. But um, Irwin saying uh, Dante's replacement. All I can tell you, all I can tell you, uh, Caltrain is a good way for him to get there. Caltrain. Caltrain, he can get there. Good for him. Um, the first two decisions of the Mike Dunleavy Jr. era are leaving me scratching my head a little bit. They really are. They really are. The Chris Paul trade for Jordan Poole, and now we're beginning the Brandon Podzimski era of the Golden State Warriors. I, I didn't watch enough Santa Clara hoops to speak definitively about him. I've, sons, I've seen a few highlight reel tapes, and anyone looks good on their highlight reel tape. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it feels like it feels like a little bit of a reach. It does. Like, Chris Murray is still there. They could have gone with Chris Murray. I thought that that was a pick that they might have been interested in. I thought that... Um, I thought that Olivier Maxence Prosper out of Marquette was someone that they might have gone with. Maybe they really liked Jaime Jacquez Jr., and this was their up. Oh, he just came off the board, so we're going to go with this guy. Um, oh, I eh, okay. I would I would have rather seen Trace Jackson Davis, <laughs> but look, Trace Jackson Davis might not even go in the first round. Um. Stephen, upping my caterpillar silk hamstrings with rice paper hamstrings. Thank you very much, Stephen Brooks, for Chris Paul. Um, Sporticus drops the, I can tell you this about Chris Paul. You hate him as an opponent and appreciate him when he's on your team. I saw that firsthand in Phoenix. Look, there's no doubt Chris Paul is a really good player and unappreciated if you didn't like him was the only level of appreciation. You didn't like him, and he wasn't appreciated. I'm sure we'll appreciate Chris Paul. When you get around great players, you start appreciating them more. There is no doubt. 
I mean, you couldn't really appreciate how good Kevin Durant was. And you all knew how good he was until you saw him. But, man. Jaime. Not in. Oh, my friend Marissa. Sad. Sad. She wanted him. Wanted him on the dubs. Sorry. Welcome to Miami. There you go. T from the 203. He's excited. An interesting night for the Golden State Warriors. Picks that leave your head a scratching. A scratching. If you are looking at Mike Dunleavy's first two moves unexpected, probably the best way to describe them, right? Now, who knows? Again, look, I we're not going to declare anything. Caesar saying warrior dynasty officially over. What if I told you that Nikola Jokic was just named NBA Finals MVP and he was an unballyhooed selection in the second round? You never know where talent comes from. You never know. I'm not here to tell you what is definitely going to be or not be with any single player in this draft. But on its surface, it's suspect. It's suspect. What can't be argued, and I want to leave you with this about the Golden State Warriors tonight, and I will be joining Larry Kruger uh, on his channel with a cast of hundreds uh, a little bit later on. I, I think he's starting uh, around 8.30 tonight. I'm going to pop on there and join Larry for a little bit. What cannot be argued here, let's see what the Houston does with their pick. Cam Whitmore, who fell from Villanova, Houston going with Cam Whitmore. I thought maybe, just maybe, the Warriors would take a look at Cam Whitmore, but he fell. The medicals obviously did him dirty because there was an awful lot of talk that he was going to be going much higher up in this draft, but he goes to Houston at 20 now and add another young, talented player to Houston. Um, let's have a look. Somebody says right now the Warriors do not have a player over 6'10". They're a small basketball team. But that is who they are. I mean, you might as well embrace who you are and play through that. The Sneakerhead says Damon. Um, haven't seen you in here before, Sneakerhead Forum, so welcome on in. Uh, good to have you. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. Oh, by the way, everybody click that like button on their way out. I'm not hanging out with my wife and my kid tonight. My kids. So I can be here with you. Um, Kirk Lake picks. They're just putting Dunleavy's name on them. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, and you don't know that either. That sounds an awful lot like worst-case scenario anxiety bubbling up quickly. Um, 6-22-23, another date that will go down as a poor day in history. Nick Jordan not liking this at all. Um, JJ. Says, I got a feeling this front office is going to blame Bob Myers if it doesn't pan out. Oh, no, 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 no. But Bob is in the clear now. They named 
they named Mike Dunleavy Jr. general manager on uh, Monday. So Bob's in the clear. He might have been in the room. But no. Um, <laughs> boy, Rebel DeSounds, what the hell just happened? This feels like an Ike Diagu pick. Rockin' New Era 84. A lot of Ike Diagu in there. Uh, yee, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Does Steve Nash approve of this player? Probably. Probably. Too bad my man Kerry Keating's not still the head coach down there. Then I can get you the real skinny. But, woo. This is this is a pick that just you know it's 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 too early to judge it. I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and speak definitively about what a player may not or may not be, but uh, I don't know, Emilio not feeling it. Emilio saying this is awful. They had Cam and Murray just sitting right there. To me, Chris Murray is a little bit of a head scratcher. Clarence saying, this is awful. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Hold on. Where's Clarence here? Where's Clarence? Where'd he go? Here he is. Where's Jerry West when you need him? Ouch. Ouch. So, Brendan Podzimski is in. Chris Paul is in. Jordan Poole is out. He's a Washington wizard. Look at it this way. If Jordan Poole really is the selfish me first player that you all accused him of being, he's got a lot of shots coming to him in Washington. There's no doubt about it. I just think it's crazy to give up on a kid who's shown that much wiggle to his game, who has that much skill and look improvement in professional athletes. It's just, it's not a linear straight line. There can be ebbs and flows to it. Did Jordan Poole have a rough playoffs this year? He did. He did. Did he have a step backwards? He did. He's 24. You're not a finished product in this league when you're 24. Asking Jordan Poole to be a finished product is something else. But what can't be argued, what cannot be argued is that veterans on this team clearly soured on Jordan Poole. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, obviously with a physical altercation to prove his level of frustration with Jordan Poole at one particular time. Um, it's, it's just odd. It's odd to me. I think that Jordan Poole is someone who might be appreciated more now that he's gone than when he was here. Bruce R said the Warriors just drafted Jack Harlow. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. My man Ike is in here saying, why the picks? Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand why they had to include picks to get this deal done. You'd thought that maybe the picks would be coming the way to the Warriors. So that was a little bit of a head scratcher too. Um, they threw the picks in to slam that deal done. 
Because maybe the Wizards weren't even that high on Jordan Poole, but they looked at it. They're going through a rebuild. They're like, we got to have some scoring from somewhere. This kid will give us some scoring. What does Draymond now re-up for? And can you tell me, I mean, seriously, do we have a situation here where you can honestly say, I mean, you can't say it until he's re-signed with the Warriors officially, but not not only did Draymond win the physical altercation, the battle, if you will, he's now won the war. If he really wanted Jordan Poole out, he has won. And he is, look at it this way, on the night that Jordan Poole got hit by Draymond Green, we were on the air, me and Ray Ratto, and the very next day, the entire city of San Francisco was talking about how I'm on team Jordan Poole, Draymond's a straight-up sucker puncher, and he is gone, and Jordan Poole is here, and Draymond, you're out. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Chris Paul and salary relief. Stephen Brooks, that is what it was. Chris Paul and salary cap relief. Well, they didn't quite mortgage the future, man, but why do they have to throw it in at all? This is NOS dollars, top 20 protected in 2030. They, they didn't mortgage their future, but look at it this way. Let's say the Warriors in 2029 are really bottoming out because we're at the end of Curry, Clay, Dre, and the Chris Paul era, whatever you want to call this right now. The Warriors, that is a protected pick, but, I mean, protected to the point of what? I haven't seen the real details on that. That can be when you're looking for a premium pick. So we'll see. Again, don't know. Damon, do you expect Jordan Poole to go public on his true feelings about this past year? Maybe do a sit-down with Rachel Nichols, Niner Empire. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of coming clean, I would think, from Jordan Poole, who's got, you know, look, I don't know how Jordan Poole feels about this. Did he secretly want off the Golden State Warriors? Is he frustrated tonight? Is he pissed off? Does he feel like he's just been thrown the keys to a new kingdom that he's the king of and he's loving it? I don't know how Jordan Poole is reacting to this internally, what he thinks about it. I don't know. But if I went from being a Golden State Warrior to a Washington Wizard, the only expression of feeling I would have would be fucking pissed. I wouldn't want to be a Washington Wizard at all. It is a top 20 protected pick. Thank you, David Kennedy. Top 20 protected? Okay, good. Because they're probably, if things don't go incredibly well and the time machine is invented, they're they're probably picking in the top 20 that year. The Shaw says, look, Paul's here for one year, then it's clearing $30 million. And it's not being on the hook for all of those Jordan Poole dollars. There, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. It was broken down really well by Tim Bontemps. Um, and thank you, the Shaw, for being in here tonight. Good to see you as always. Um, Tim Bontemp says, Paul has a $30 million expiring contract compared with the four years and $140 million left on the extension that Poole signed before the start of last season. This removes a significant chunk of money from Golden State's future books as the Warriors navigate the harsher penalties on big spending teams imposed by the league's new CBA. Again, what I don't like about this move, it means the Warriors now officially worried about money. Worried about money to an extent that not that they're going to be running a cheap team out there, but they used to, you know, spare no expense. 
the spare no expense Golden State Warriors are officially over. They they found an expense they don't want to meet. Or the NBA found it for them. And oh, by the way, were you thinking that the secret to the Warriors' further longevity is they're sort of giving up on the two-timeline thing in real time? Jordan Poole gone, James Wiseman gone, um, as, as it's certainly being altered dramatically in real time, a seismic shift in philosophy. They got older. They add, they add 38-year-old Chris Paul. Did you ever think, you know what the Warriors really need? They need a guy who's almost 40. That should clear things up. Again, that might be unfair, but I I just, I didn't see it coming. I had Marcus Thompson on for a fantastic interview. You can hear that interview on the Damon Bruce Show podcast. He The one thing he said is they're not, def, they're definitely not going to go after Chris Paul. Chris Paul definitely wouldn't want to be a Golden State Warrior. He's got too much pride. He's got too much dislike for what the Warriors have prevented him from getting in his career. Curry is an enemy, not a friend in Chris Paul's mind. Well, obviously, that hatchet's been buried. What can't be argued is that a future Hall of Famer should make the team make better decisions. If Chris Paul's cool with being a bench player now, what he could do for that second unit could really make it go. I still don't exactly know where the scoring is coming from unless Brandon Podzimski shows up and brings an awful lot with him. Um, What also can't be argued is that, you know, the team's going to have more financial flexibility, that they got a little bit older, they maybe got a little bit more Pennywise, pound less foolish all at the same time. And this will help in future decisions. But these veterans obviously had fallen way out of like, way, way out of like with with Jordan Poole. Because you got to figure, Steph Curry wants to throw anybody a lifesaver. He's got the ability to do that. Must be trouble, says, look, we didn't need the resident old guy. Irwin, he really enjoyed the uh, Marcus Thompson interview. Sorry about the echo that was attached to that interview, but Marcus was great. The Warriors got older. The Warriors kind of got a little smaller. The weird day. Weird day for the Golden State Warriors. You know, could they have could they have flipped Jordan Poole for who else? Like if Jordan Poole was really on the table and he was, what else could they have gotten other than Chris Paul? I would have loved to have explored that mentally for a little bit before pulling the trigger on this. Lynette Allen says, at least Jordan got a ring. Now he can just go to the Wizards and play. Look, maybe, maybe he does. He goes there. He's playing carefree, the happiest you've ever seen Jordan Poole. Maybe this is a great thing for him. I don't know. To me, that is the kind of talent. It is the kind of talent that you don't say goodbye to when you see that much talent at the age of 24. Four years from now, Jordan Poole could be getting 30 a night in this league. 
And you can say, well, you know, if Jordan Poole's your highest, is, is your scoring leader. It's a team that's going nowhere fast. Well, is that going to be Jordan Poole's fault or the rest of the Wizards around him? Again, the guy getting 30 is usually not the problem. And I think he is going to get 30 at some point in this league. Rebel DeSounds says, the question is, who are the likely free agents the Warriors can target? No one attached to a big dollar amount. Nobody attached to a big dollar amount. You know, the Warriors are still... Here's the thing. This move grants the Warriors more cap relief in the coming years than it really does this year and in the coming years, if you did want to trade Jordan Poole, what might have you been able to get a little bit further down the road for Jordan Poole? It's just, to me, it didn't feel like the right time to come off of Jordan Poole. Suck it up, buttercup. Take the financial kick in the crotch for a year as you're trying to keep this going a little bit. You know, you're just like, well, you don't just want to run it back. You can't just run it back. Are they that much better? Are the Warriors a better basketball team with Chris Paul? I don't know. I'm going to have to see it. Theoretically, you can sell me on it. I also think it could go down as a lateral move. A very much lateral move. I don't know. Ooh, the first jingle jangle of the night. Caesar, thank you very, very much. Really appreciate that. And I'm going to tell you right now, any jingle jangles you decide to throw at me here on draft night, they're going into the war chest, baby. This show is growing. This show is officially, we're getting closer to 6,000 subscribers. The podcast is in the top 25 podcasts in sports in America today. Uh, people are coming to Damon Bruce for breaking news just like they used to. And I would say digitally, we can prove that more people are coming to me than 95.7 The Game or KNBR. And that is you choosing to do that, not me. And I thank you very much for it. It really means an awful lot. Oh, the jingle jangle. See, one jingle jangle happens and others start happening. The Shaw dropping a little super chat jingle jangle. Thank you very much. Speaking of jingle jangle, what about Joe Inglis? <laughs> He's probably coming. Look, there's a shooter. Guy's a shooter. Warriors can get him. Yes, do that. I would like that, but now we're just, you know, the Warriors at times going to be rolling out the less, the least defensive basketball team you've ever seen in your life. Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Joe Ingles, and Steph Curry. Gah. Defensively, gah. I know they're not all on the court at the same time. I get it, but I, I would like him. Rodrigo. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here for us today. Oh, the pain. Here's the deal, Rodrigo. I got to tell you, your ha your glass, I don't know. Here's the thing. Your glass is half full, but I don't know whether you should look at it as half full or half empty yet. I'm going to need to see games and to see it work, and I'm going to need to see the Warriors reach the postseason with Chris Paul not in the hospital. If you're telling me, like Chris Paul, when he got the news that he got traded today, might have hurt himself. This is a guy who could pull a hamstring in the shower. 
And hamstrings, again, once they start going on guards, they don't really come back. It's not like your hamstrings just, oh, they get perfectly healthy. They regenerate. It feels like he is always a sneeze away from pulling a hamstring. Thank you, Rodrigo. And again, anyone who can't drop the jingle jangle on me, just how about a, how about, how about a thumbs up? You can't drop the jingle jangle. That is fine. Drop a thumbs up. As Alfonso Alvarez says, smash that like button. Hit like, 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 like. Thank you, Aussie Rules. Hit that like button. And again, thank you for all those who are dropping jingle jangles. I do appreciate that. I don't know if you're just... Damon needs to sign an Andre Iguodala deal. He wouldn't have to play and could build a state-of-the-art broadcasting studio. That is what I need. I need the I need the cushy, um, hey, we're going to have you on the team. We're going to give you a uniform, but we're not going to really go ahead and ask you to, to play or be an impact. And again, look, if, if, if Andre Iguodala's presence on this team is a leader, as a, as a Svengali, uh, really meant as much as they tried to sell it, to meaning to this team? How come it was the most distracted, disjointed, stepping on their own dick basketball team we've seen in the Steve Kerr era? Again, this team needed players, not advice. They had a whole bunch of young players they didn't like playing. They had teenagers that they didn't like playing. They had veterans that they couldn't play. They just it uh, it was weird. It was a weird year. Slater, he said, look, between James Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, Patrick Baldwin Jr., and Ryan Rollins, you had lottery picks who were ready for elevated roles that did not meet those expectations. You had Baldwin and Rollins who just were straight-up non-value ads. Then you had Andre Iguodala and a 15th empty roster spot for tax purposes. Seven of the team's 15 roster spots were basically dead on arrival. By the way, Chris Murray... Is going to be a Portland Trailblazer. He just came off the board 23 to the Trailblazers. Let me get you caught up on what's happened in the draft since Brandon Podzimski went off the board to the Golden State Warriors at 19. I mean, let's be totally honest. We'd probably like him more if his last name was Smith, right? It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to root for the Polish kid. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Where are we since the uh, Warriors picked? Houston at 20 takes Cam Whitmore, followed by Noah Clowney from Alabama to the um, to the Nets. Nets also pick at 22, take Derek Whitehead and Chris Murray from Iowa. Now off the board at 23. Up next, it's the Sacramento Kings. We'll definitely sick, sick around here for the Sacramento Kings pick. Trace Jackson Davis still a possibility in the second round. Look, Trace Jackson Davis is still a possibility here in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Indiana Pacers, who have two picks left here in this first round, to know that it's a lot easier to sell tickets in Indiana with a Hoosier on your court than without. You know, they took a kid who was uh, Victor Webinyama's teammate on that French team, and that is not an automatic in Indiana sell tickets. We'll we'll see if if Trace Jackson Davis doesn't end up. Remember, his dad, Dale Davis, played for the Pacers. So, Irwin, 
Let's uh, he hasn't he hasn't fallen out of the first round yet. Got about three minutes remaining for the Kings. Um, hold on, let me hit the cancel button because I've been on ESPN's draft coverage for so long. It just asked me if I wanted to activate sleep mode on the TV. No, we are not activating sleep mode. We're still working, baby. All in. Light the beam. Getting ready for this Kings pick. Yep, and Drew Down has this too. We don't have a second round pick. D- doubt we draft another player. They'd have to buy in. And we've seen, look, Joe Lacob has bought second round draft picks before. We've seen it. So I'm not ruling it out, but clearly there is a level of fiscal responsibility being exercised by this team in a trade today that makes you think a little bit of a head scratcher. Little bit of a head scratcher. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Joel Stewart. Joel Stewart says, this guy's another Chris Chioza or Nico Mannion. Well, if that's who he is, the Warriors just made a disastrous draft pick. I think he's going to be better than those guys because let's face it, those guys were non-NBA entities. I don't want to say that, that, you know, that Brandon Podzimski isn't an NBA entity. I've never seen him play an NBA game. Let's see what he looks like. He could really surprise all of us. You never know where talent's coming from. You know, we have learned that over and over again. The movie Ratatouille taught us that, you know, not everyone has greatness in them, but greatness can come from anywhere. I love the movie Ratatouille. You know, Ratatouille is one of those meals that I got to tell you, I've heard an awful lot about it. I don't know if I've ever actually had Ratatouille. I digress. The Shaw. Sipping a little black and whiskey, enjoying the plus. Thank you. By the way, I got a bottle of black and just out of arm's length right over there. You make me want to get it, but I don't want to show up to uh, to Larry's show. Half in the bag. Got to be the pro that I am. Stephen Brooks, thank you very much. We got a lot of young, talented players that haven't been used between Chris Paul and Draymond Green for leadership. They should be able to get it done now. I would hope you are right. I would hope you're all right. And by the way, drafted wearing purple to the Kings is a name that I wanted to maybe see show up for the Warriors. Olivier Maxence Prosper out of Marquette drafted to the uh to to your Sacramento Kings. Light the beam, baby. <laughs> it's black and whiskey time, all right. Irwin saying thank you very much. Oh man. We're getting Daniel Shabazz, Nico Mannion came to mind, Nick Jordan, uh-oh, Spicy Marinara, King Kush, uh-oh, uh, Nico Mannion, Bamboo, Bamboo Soldier dropping great white hype on us. Alan Smilagich. Alan Smilagich. How about this? Our owner of Uncle Boys saying Ratatouille inspired me to open Uncle Boys. I like that. I like that. Whenever you get that Polish pedigree, hey, look at it this way. Maybe he'll be the big pierogi. Thank you very much. Podzimski. More like Justinian Jessup. 
Hey, he's hitting those threes down in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. By the way, someone else has figured it out at Uncle Boys. Those lumpias are inspired. They are. I'm telling you, if Uncle Boys ran out of cheeseburgers for whatever reason on any day, and they said, all we got left is lumpia, they shouldn't miss an iota of business. Their burgers are awesome. The lumpia is so good. Where else are you picking up delicious lumpia these days? You know, it feels like it's popular, but it's really not everywhere I go. I'm not seeing delicious. And that's, that's the thing. Whenever I see lumpia, they're just like tiny little. They look like egg roll. Not at Uncle Boy's. They're nice, long, like uh, uh, eight-inch, nine-inch lumpias. <laughs> I wonder, says King Kush, how Looney feels about the newly acquired small guards. Man, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Looney's the kind of guy who I don't think ever says anything. I think he just goes out there and he does his job. He's like, you need 20 rebounds tonight? I'll do it. I mean, there hasn't been any substantial size to help Looney yet. Why start and give him any now? Nick Jordan just going into the days of way back here saying, at this point, bringing Eric Paschal and Patrick McCaw for another look. Again, that is the second-round pick that... We absolutely saw the Golden State Warriors buy into. So let's see. Robert, thank you very much. Pluse it up. We are trying. We are trying to pluse it up. That's why we came to you live here tonight. And I thank you very, very much for joining us live here tonight. The key to show business is leave them wanting more. So the only thing I can tell you is we're going to take this show and we are going to put it up on the podcast for you to find it. Live emergency warrior reaction to the draft pick and the Chris Paul trade. Boy, it was a hell of a day for the Golden State Warriors. Big, questionable has to explain them as they land on their face. Couple of decisions from Mike Dunleavy Jr. His very first day as Golden State Warriors general manager was not a dull one. I'll give Mike Dunleavy that. Wasn't a dull one around here either. I had Jillian making thumbnails this afternoon. We're putting out videos of Aaron Rodgers taking mushrooms, and we're we're feeling good about it. Absolutely. We're feeling good about those Aaron Rodgers mushroom takes. I hope you are too, baby. I'm feeling good about it. I hope you're feeling good about it. A lot of good stuff going up on YouTube. More stuff by the day. Thank you very much for supporting me. It means an awful lot to me, my family. And oh, by the way, it's not some charity case. It's still the best coverage of any and all Bay Area sports breaking news all the time, anywhere, anything. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, back Friday, 11 a.m., right here, live on YouTube, on Twitch, 
And we're also throwing the stream up on Twitter as well, so you can catch me in all three places. Thanks for catching me here tonight. You can catch me a little bit later on. I'm going to be joining Larry Kruger. I'm going to catch my family before the one-year-old, the, uh, well, nearly two-year-old goes to bed. Jack is with grandparents tonight, so he's having an overnight after a day at the museum. He was chasing around penguins today. He had a great day. Uh, probably maybe a better day than some Golden State Warriors fans had no doubt about that. We'll be talking more about it. Let me sleep on it. Let me see how this draft pick feels in the morning. Let's see how the trade feels again in the morning. Let me think about it for a little bit longer. After all, it is a woman's prerogative to be able to change her mind. So I might change my mind on this after my beauty sleep. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. And please do remember, as we let you go here on the Plus, that sports don't build character, they reveal it.